Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Hello and welcome to, yes, it is Alex McCarthy's Wrestling Daily. I know I've been away this week. This is my first show of the week, but a nice one I fit to come back to with the lovely Steph Chase by my side. Steph, how are you? I'm great, Alex. How are you? How are you feeling? Better. Better. Uh, I don't know who's had the jab, the jab, out of um, mm-hmm. our our contingent here of all the good eggs on Wrestling Daily, but... um. I had the Pfizer one, um, and the woman said to me at the time, yeah, you might have a little headache. And I was like, went home, mm-hmm. felt fine, and then it hit me like a ton of bricks. Um, about an hour or two before this Tuesday stream, I was yeah. like, oh, no. And then yesterday, I was still kind of feeling rough. But today, we're back, Steph. We're back in business. Yay for a non-Dynamite Thursday show. Yeah, don't these suck? <laughs> Um, I shouldn't tell people they suck. Yeah, sucks no, not Dynamite. our show. Yeah. It sucks that Dynamite's on a Friday. Our show will always be great, but that, like, Friday nights, 3 a.m. to 5? Oh, no, it's just not the one. It's not good. Not I, good for me, who does a Friday show about Dynamite. And it should <laughs> and be. now has to be moved. Oh, exactly. <laughs> it, sh- it should be good, because, like, I love SmackDown and Dynamite. But, like, last Friday... I think I made it for an hour of SmackDown. I was just like, there's just no way. Like, there is no, there is just no way I'm going to make both of these. So I ended up watching them on the Saturday. Um, I made it through the entire SmackDown. The entire Dynamite fell asleep at the Inner Circle thing. The one thing I wanted to see. Ah, uh, what time did you wake yeah. up? Um, Woke up at like 12, I think. A nice midday fit. To be fair, for like a four o'clock yeah. bedtime, that's not bad. Um, mm-hmm. I'm normally terrible if I have to work through the night. My missus knows I'm sleeping in, and that is that because yeah. I can't, I yeah. can't cope otherwise. But um, yeah, with the show today, it's going to be similar to last week in some respects. That you will get to ask Steph and I some questions. No wrestle talk, no question, uh, wrestle scope, even no drink questions. My lord, um, I saw as well. This is this just came to my mind. I didn't actually plan this. I uh, I don't know if Russell Scope's in the chat yet, but I saw that um he said when you said there's something you'd wanted to do on Twitter today, and he said it was to go on his show. He's waiting, Steph. He's waiting. <laughs> I saw that. Yes, I saw that. <laughs> what are you waiting to do? I want to know. Can you give us a tease? Uh, my tease is 
teases it's like a nothing to do with wrestling and it's a total anti-climax it's like an activity you know like when you brought your kids to soft play it's like an activity that i've been wanting to do something like that like <laughs> steph the rock climber <laughs> it's not rock climbing but that is the closest guess like so far i will post wow. next Oh, I'm, exci <laughs> I'm excited. Um, speaking of which, I see a lot of people as well, Steph, that have been talking about potentially booking flights to Chicago and places like that. Are, yeah. you, on, are you on this list yet? Or are you planning to be? Um, as soon as it's green, uh, the USA is green, I will. I will. I have all planned. I heard um, that it's, and I, this could be totally wrong, it was on my barber told me this, so probably wrong. Is it the seventh? <laughs> Was it, it that bad when he's over? Or <laughs> <laughs> please sat in here. Um, it, I think it's the seventh that they're going to review stuff like right. that for for yeah. the UK. Is that right? Uh, I'm not sure, but I know as like as soon as uh, yeah, I, I I have a whole trip planned in my head. So yeah, yeah, I want to be yeah. there. I want to. I mean, I've never been to Chicago. I'm dying to go to an AW show again. Uh, it, it, I'd have to be there. I've, I've, I've already been nagging WWE, right? Like when I got vaxxed the other yeah. day, I, I like messaged the PR and I was like, come on, one more. Yeah. Um, let me in. And um, I think they said the same. They're just waiting to see what yeah. the, tra the travel is going to look like. But I feel like we've got a chance there, right? We're a couple of months away. Yeah. I mean, look, I've, I've had a bad a bad lockdown Let, let's just say that you know for the past year and so so forth chicago is my dream destination in the whole whole world like absolute I, i've been dreaming of going to chicago for ages i thought it was happening in 2020 then all this happened all i need is in chicago you know AEW is my favorite thing all i want is to see AEW live uh spend some time in chicago and then last i think it was Monday, you know, I was talking to my mom about this and I was talking to my friend as well saying, you know, I want to go to All In so much. And I said to I said to them both, why have Guns N' Roses not scheduled their North America, rescheduled their North American tour yet? It's such a shame that they're not doing anything at that time because that's my other dream is to see them. Next day, they reschedule it, doing a show in Chicago about, 10 days after all in like i'd stick around so yeah. i feel like the universe is telling me <laughs> like but i don't want to get excited because yeah i i want it to happen so much i've put it out there i want to go the universe is conspiring for you to go to chicago i can feel yeah. it um i know <laughs> I, I've done most places I'd want to go to in America. Like that, you know, um, I'd like to see all of it, right? But I mean, the go-to's like New York, Vegas, mm -hmm. uh, even like yeah. New Orleans was great. Like, I've done mm -hmm. Florida and Texas. I haven't done LA, so like WrestleMania 39 is on my like. Oh, you've not done LA? I've oh. only like I, I have, but not really. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I was, I was, I was there for like a day um, stopover, and I only like I didn't, I didn't see it, see it. So it's annoying. Um, I'd like to go there LA's for like, yeah, yeah. I'd like to go there I've for done shows. Three trips there. One was a WWE one, but like two holidays there for like two weeks at a time. It's so awesome. Ooh, I mean, uh, I, I, the first time I went there was passing through on on route to Vegas actually. But um, yeah. I'm, I'm a Lakers fan as well, so 
again, I'm like you. I like I want it to conspire so that I can be at the Staples Center like before WrestleMania and make a whole thing yeah. out of it. Um, but there's that, and um, I haven't done Chicago, which again, like I was, who was I talking to this about the other day? I really can't remember. It was a wrestler. I can't remember. But um, Chicago and the UK, I feel like, are kind of similar in the sense of wrestling fan bases. Yes. That, oh, I, absolutely. I would say the Chicago crowd are the closest thing to a UK crowd. Yeah. I want, like, there's so, so many reasons I want to go there. It's like, you know, wrestling ones, non-wrestling ones that I'm not going to list here. But that's for me, like, that would be not just, like, going for, like, three days to see AEW. Like, that would be, like, two weeks or something being there and just visiting everything. So, yeah, fingers crossed. But so hard right now to get excited about anything. Mm. Until then. Yeah, it will be vaccinated. So Exactly. We'll both be in prime yeah. condition, Steph. Um, ish. Oh, I'm training. Uh, I'm training. I'm training for it. I will be in the most prime condition <laughs> I've ever been in my life. Okay. Oh wow. I'm I mean, for this. Every day I'm at the gym thinking, Chicago, Chicago, <laughs> Chicago, like walking that stepper and lifting those weights, you know, all for Chicago. I actually prepped my meals today for the next three days, which is incredible. Nice. And um, I'm gonna go for a run tomorrow morning. Very um, I don't know if I've, I've shared this with some people on this stream and I don't know if I've told you or not, but I'm doing a marathon in, um, at the end of uh, October. And I am in like, like, did anyone see the photo the other day where Will Smith was like, I'm in the worst shape of my life. That is me right now. <laughs> right. Like I am in terrible shape. Lockdown was not kind to me. Um, in fact, I did get in good shape and then I got COVID and it just all went away. Um, uh-huh. so I'm really starting from scratch, but I'm quite determined. So let's see. By then, hopefully, let's see. Um, we should probably get to the titular Talk wrestling. Yeah. Um, before we do that, guys, remember, wrestletalk.com forward slash wrestling daily. We do have the Ultra Chat Queen, the hot take machine, Steph Chase, in the building. So make sure you get your Ultra Chats in. You can say whatever you like, and the mods will give us the goods, and we will read them out on screen. So please, if you have an opinion, a hot take, Lord knows there's been enough news this week. Please do get it into us and we will get it cracking. Steph, what is that? that just- it's just Diet Coke, but it's a hard rock glass. Exactly. Anyway, I got upsold on a cocktail, but, you know. <laughs> <laughs> the glass sold me. I was like, ooh, she's on it. Um, yeah, interesting, interesting. Uh, let's get into the titular news of Brock Lesnar's potential return. Now, this has kind of stemmed from what he was being mentioned on Raw. Now, I, I know from Louis that Brian Alvarez, I didn't listen, but Brian Alvarez said that Brock Lesnar and Bobby Lashley is a match that WWE want to build to in the near future. And, you know, I don't, he might, he may have been told that who knows, but you could deduce as much, I guess, from the mentions of Brock Lesnar on TV this week. It was, um, it was noticeable. Let's put it that way. That WWE crammed him into a couple of segments. First of all, Drew saying that he'd beaten him and that Kofi hadn't. We all know what happened to Kofi, unfortunately. Um, I was there. Well, yeah, you were. Oh, yeah. I was in LA. <laughs> was that, what was that? I bet that was received terribly live. I was sitting beside Alistair with my stopwatch out, <laughs> placing bets. 
Yeah, was it. everyone was watching on Twitter and it was like, cool, we're really near the end of the show. Uh, not much time here. Yeah, ah. no, did not go down well. <laughs> um, and then, of course, Lashley uh, and MVP were remarking about, you know, they didn't actually name Brock, but they were speaking about mm. him in their segment backstage as well. So one could deduce that Brock is on his way back when there are fans. SummerSlam would be a realistic goal. Only about two and a half months away. I could see this being plausible now that they're going back on the road, Steph. Yeah, I could see it being plausible too. Kind of surprised it's Lashley, though. I'd like to see Roman destroy Brock. Like, that's got to be coming, Roman and Brock, you know. Maybe that's a more of a WrestleMania match. Yeah. But, yeah, I think Brock would at least be something fresh for us because uh, if Lashley fights Drew again... <laughs> Like, please, no. <laughs> no offence, uh, Drew, but we're living in Groundhog Day. <laughs> everyone knows I'm a big Drew guy, and even I am like, come on now. Like, give him something yeah. fresh. Give Bobby mm-hmm. something fresh. Like, I would have been totally here for a Kofi-Bobby story, by the way. Just going to say yeah. out there. I was ready to see Kofi in the main event again for a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. But, alas, did not happen. Uh, I, Yeah, I, I think... Um, judging by what Alvarez is supposed to have said, that um, as part of Lashley's renegotiation years back, he was kind of promised it. Like, I yeah. don't know when, but they basically mm-hmm. said they will do the match eventually. And I know having interviewed Lashley before, he, he kind of remains, you know, he really firm. Wants it. Yeah, he yeah. remains firm and like, it will happen. It's going to happen. I've been asking for it. It better happen. Um, yeah. Wouldn't surprise me if WWE pulled the rug. But um, having said that, I hope they don't because I really would be here. It'd be fresh, right? Like Lesnar and Lashley never happened before. The MMA backgrounds, like with respect to both men, they're kind of like each other's other's, like magnet. They they are the same. They are huge, beastly, skilled fighters, right? You, you, Mm -hmm. you You can't make that match just anywhere between anyone. They are a special um attraction. So I think it would be great. I hope that is the direction they're going. This is the best version of Bobby Lashley for that match too. If you did it two years ago, would the the allure be the same? You'd assume Brock would run him over. But now, I mean, Brock probably wins. But I don't think it's as a foregone conclusion as it once was. So I think it's good that we've got here. And it's interesting what you say, because when it comes to Roman Reigns, the the Paul Heyman dynamic between Mm -hmm. Roman and Brock you know, that's not like a, I can't see it being anything but a WrestleMania story, right? So yeah. the oh, thing it has to be. So if you have Brock, how do you not, you know, like, how do you not acknowledge that, the Paul Heyman aspect mm-hmm. between the two? They would have to address it. And there would have to be some kind of, you know, altercation down the road, you know, fighting over Paul Heyman. Um, and I, I think I'm, I'm not huge on seeing Roman and Brock again, but in this incarnation, I would be. I firstly, I think that Roman's slate is wiped clean since he changed character. So yes. any matchup, it's it's new to me. Um, but I think so. We could have Paul Heyman on Raw representing Brock. Then in SmackDown, we could have like segments where he goes to Roman and Roman's in like his Godfather role, and he's like, "Look, I have some other business to attend to on Raw," and Roman's just like, "You go do it, Paul." But know that i'm the head of the table and like so paul works both shows for a while and then 
when Paul comes back and Brock is kind of maybe like gone or whatever, and we're building up to maybe Brock coming at WrestleMania, Roman starts to get angry at Paul about whether his loyalties are a bit split. And then finally we get that confrontation between Brock and Roman. I think it would be awesome. Uh, Shark Cage would be better than Paul, maybe for Paul's sake. <laughs> Where would they put the pole? Where would they put the pole? I don't want Heyman hanging from a pole. God damn it. Um, <laughs> Patrick Van Cleef with the idea. Um, no, I think you're right. Like that story is there. Yeah. Uh, we've obviously seen the reports of John Cena. Now, yeah. it all gets a bit convoluted at this point because I still believe, and I don't know whether you know people are going to think it's wishful thinking at this point. I still believe the Rock and Roman is the end goal. Still believe it, right? The, the tribal chief character... Uh, it, and just like the, you know, even what Rock said a few months back about if he was to come back, it would be Roman. Yeah. It's, it, it fits too nicely for me, mm -hmm. right? Is it in Texas with the monster like 100,000 plus crowd? Is it in LA the following year? Can you stretch the tribal chief? No. Well, that far? another company it. could, but not WWE. Right. I'll mess so, up the tribal chief before then. So, so this uh, is what I'm saying. Like, you know, is it Rollins at SummerSlam? Is it Cena at SummerSlam? Is it Lesnar at WrestleMania? Is it Rock at WrestleMania? There's a lot of options, but what do they do? What if it's Rock at Mania, um, Brock at Rumble, but Brock will have to take a loss to Roman, and then once Roman's beaten Brock, he's like, look, no one can um, beat me. I've beaten everyone. I'm the head of the table. Then Rock's music hits. WrestleMania challenge. Mm, I mean, I'll be down. I'll be down. You know, I'd like I want Roman to get to the point where he's so um, horrible and awful to everyone on the roster that he makes them all so miserable that the Rock comes back to like save them, but then still gets beaten by Roman. Cash Dummy says no. Rock and Roman is a bad idea. Rock has to lose. So for someone called Cash Dummy, it's a cash idea. <laughs> a very good idea. Rock, Rock putting over Roman is a very good idea. I won't hear any different. Yeah. Um, yeah, like so. In line with your thinking, getting to Brock at the mm -hmm. Rumble, you think Cena at SummerSlam? If he'll do it, yeah. If like Roman has to beat all these people, so Cena first. This is kind of order of importance, really. Like maybe oh. Cena's a bigger star than Brock, but. Brock. Brock within the wrestling world, I think, is a bigger deal and Cena in outside. But yeah, he he gets through Cena, gets through Brock, then he gets Rock. Yeah, very interesting because once upon a time, the reverse of that would be true, where Brock Lesnar was bigger mm -hmm. outside because of UFC, etc. Yeah. Um, and I, you know, I think hmm, I don't know if I'm saying this off the cuff or not, but I think Brock Lesnar is probably a bigger box office attraction than John Cena. So mm -hmm. it's interesting. It's very interesting to think but about. Cena, Cena's like star will be, it, it keeps rising because of Fast and he's got the Punisher series coming out. So mm. if they can get him to do a big match, if you time it well with his, you know, movie career, you can get even more interest from people, especially if that Punisher thing takes off. Yeah. Yeah. If it goes well, which one, you know, yeah. why, would, why wouldn't it? Um, mm -hmm. I, I think, now, I've been watching WWE long enough to know that they are planting the seeds for something with Rollins and Reigns, right? I think we all know that. Yeah. It's just when, right? So, yeah. like, 
I'm looking at the timing and SummerSlam makes a great deal of sense to me. It's probably the two biggest stars they've got on SmackDown. Yeah. Uh, you know, all right, maybe Rollins has to do like a tweener to, to make it work. It doesn't, nece- not, doesn't necessarily have to. I'm just WWE tend to go, oh, we can't have same v same. So yeah. I wonder what they actually have in mind and when, because I, to me, that is a SummerSlam match, a big SummerSlam mm-hmm. match. I know other people probably go, yeah, seen as bigger. And, you know, I understand those arguments. But at the same time, I think in terms of your full-time stars and the Shield story, it's probably one of the biggest full-time matchups you can actually make right now. Mm-hmm. So if you do want to do the Cena stuff, does that mean Seth's going to be pushed to, you know, a quote-unquote B pay-per-view? I know you don't love it yeah. anyway. But um, you can't <laughs> deny it's a big match though, right? Like, I mean, is it pushed to the end of the year? What do they do? I think they push it to be pay-per-view because I, I want I want to see Roman and Rollins. I really do. I want to see them have a proper feud. It might see if Rollins in my mind. Um, but I think that the way WWE book is whoever is not under contract and leaves them hanging are the people that they favor. So per Seth working full time, he's gotta he'd get bumped for John Cena in a second. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's how it works he's yeah. lucky he's not getting bumped for Goldberg <laughs> hey get I said move. the word <laughs> ah, that makes me <laughs> Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Um, <laughs> you know, it's funny. Bye, Felicia, 24G, saying, sorry, guys, I got to go. See ya. Bye, Felicia, saying bye. That's very funny. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I mean, also, 
and, I, and I've seen a lot of people talk about this in the chat. A shock, uh, John, 72 as well. You've seen it, Steph. I said this on Twitter earlier. If it isn't Rollins and Reigns, Rollins and Edge, that's a very, very compelling match to pivot to. I, I'd, I'd be supporting Rollins there. Uh, <laughs> a lot. Uh, yeah, they could do Rollins and Edge, sure. I mean, God, Edge has got to do something now. <laughs> they've, got the, they've got the history as well, right? Where Rollins, I think Rollins was Mr. Money in the Bank and he threatened to curb some Edge. This is when we all believed Edge's neck was like frail. Yeah. And, uh, and and he, he had him, but then he didn't. Um, so... I guess that's an easy way to get back to it. The, mm-hmm. they, they, it'd be a good match, man. Like, I, I, I wouldn't be against having that at all. We, I mean, I was just riffing on this earlier. Um, you know, SummerSlam, if we say that those are our top matches, so, I mean, I had Rollins and Reigns, but after this chat, we'll say Cena and Reigns. Um, right. You say Lashley and Lesnar. Yeah. Do, you, do you run it back with Banks and Belair? Yeah, but... Add Bailey, maybe? I don't know. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Like, uh, I'm still angry over Bailey's WrestleMania. Me too. She needs, she needs something. She deserves something. I'd put her in there with uh, Bianca at SummerSlam, have a big match. Uh, yeah, and then I guess they'll add Sasha too. But I'm ready for Bailey to get what she deserves for carrying us through the pandemic, which I believe that she did. Yeah, I thought she was the MVP. I would, I would agree. Yeah. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's interesting as well because we don't know where Becky Lynch is going to fit in if she makes the comeback between now and then. Um, Charlotte Flair, Rhea, and Oscar are clearly doing their thing on Raw. Um, Becky Lynch comes back, knocks out Edge, then we get Becky versus Beth Phoenix. <laughs> wow, wow, I would be here for that. That's a match, that's a match. <laughs> I would be completely here for that. Um, but the, the possibilities for SummerSlam at the top of the card, I do think are very good for like a stadium show. Yeah. That That is strong to me. Um, it's just, you know, a lot of the feuds were already in, right? Like, you know, what, what would the Raw Women's title be? We're already oh, using, that I have no idea. <laughs> we're already using the top players, you know, really. EO, get her yeah. up there, I would say. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so it would have to be EO, like the Raw... Yeah, well, women's division not looking good right now. Nor is the SmackDown, though, but anyway. <laughs> yeah, with the SmackDown one, though, you just kind of look at, like, what's at the top, and then you've got those three. Yeah. Um, but underneath yeah. that, it gets it starts getting shallow. Um, you know, the women's tag belts as well, decimated. Let's move on to that quickly, because neither of us have had the chance to talk about the recent oh, yeah. releases, right? So mm-hmm. yesterday we learned braun Strowman, who apparently was earning north of a million dollars a year this is guaranteed this is this is before incentives and you know pay from shows Strowman was a big earner and he was the top name on the chopping block so is alistair black who apparently had recorded more material for his new gimmick in the past week and he was still cut uh santana garrett who had been with the company for a couple of years um in nxt but you know previously she'd been in i believe she was in impact for a while and stardom. Uh, Lana was on the chopping block as well. Um, obviously, she had worked tremendously hard to get better. How great mm-hmm. she got, I guess, is up for debate, but undeniably, she did improve. Um, Ruby Riot also mm-hmm. on the chopping block. That breaks up 
the Riot Squad, which of course was one of the only real tag yeah. team that we had left, and Murphy also was let go. And I was just talking about this this morning on Twitter. This is a man who had bangers with Daniel Bryan, Roman Reigns. He was like the heartbeat of 205 Live when it was good with like Ali mm -hmm. and people yes. like that. Um, he had a great feud with Alistair Black on Raw. What series of matches that was. I thought he even did well as Seth's sidekick. And, you know, until mm -hmm. he was made to be Aaliyah Guerrero, um, Mysterio's boyfriend. Um, until that point, great. And they couldn't find anything for him. Like, I, I look at the talent that's gone there, Steph. It's staggering, isn't it? Like, I, I, I can I can understand some of them, like, in the sense yeah. that if I'm just putting on the WWE hat, like, you know, I personally rate them, but okay, Lana, I can understand WWE going, yeah, she's never going to be what we want her to be. Okay. Um, even a Murphy and Ruby Riot, I like them, but they, mm -hmm. weren't, they weren't getting used a great deal, right? Mm -hmm. Um Alistair Black, though, they just redone his gimmick. They were literally putting weeks of work into it. Braun Strowman competed for the WWE title two and a half weeks ago. He was in a pay-per-view main event. What, yeah. What? How do we make sense of this, Steph? It's really crazy. The uh, Braun Strowman one really surprised me because, yeah, he was just in a title match, and you'd think that they love big guys, but... It's obviously a, a cost a cost cutting one there. Alistair Black, I don't believe they ever got Alistair Black, even if Alistair Black himself says that Vince liked him. I think uh he, he needs to go back into his dark room and let the brainwashing come off on him <laughs> on that one. You know, man, like I don't think they ever got him or give him a, a fair chance. Um Lana, I think they they ruined Lana the moment they tried to make her into a wrestler when she was such a fantastic manager for Rusev. Yeah. They had such a great gimmick together. They totally weren't her there. Then in, this year we saw her go through what nine tables or something that ultimately mm. did not lead to her great triumphant babyface moment at all. Um, then the Ruby Riot one, like I think I'm sure you saw my Twitter that I interviewed Liv Morgan yesterday. So I interviewed Liv and at about 3.30 p.m., whole interview about, you know, the Riot Squad, like her dreams for being a champion. That's all she was talking about, her and Ruby, everything. Then interview ends, like, 15 minutes later or so, Ruby Riot released. Oh, and I was just like... That's brutal. What? I mean, that's so terrible. Yeah, so it was a, it was a shocker. I, I did not expect them to release four names. I'm confident they're getting ready to sell the company. <laughs> that's mm. yeah, that's how I feel. I felt that for a while, but this one really yeah. getting rid of these people. First of all, uh, Abnav says here Murphy versus Kenny Omega will be Kenny versus his redheaded twin. I'm just going to say it: Kenny and Murphy, <laughs> they would tear the house down. They really would. Yeah. Um, yeah. But Murphy has got so much to offer. Um, yeah. Uh, I mean, man, that sucks that you did your interview. Imagine you had your interview just an hour later. How great that would have been. Well, I bet they would have pulled it. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I mean, and I, God, I felt so bad for her. You know, because she's so happy and excited and all this stuff that she wanted to do. And then the next thing, her, her best friend gets released. And, like, that's 
Liv Morgan's career completely changed, you know, at the minute as well. It's very sad. And I had just rewatched her documentary before during the interview, and she's been messed about a lot with things like this. And now mm. this has happened. Liv Morgan's um, documentary. I'm surprised it's still up, if I'm honest, because I think it's one of the mm. biggest, like, self owns of WWE and the way they treat people yeah. I've ever seen. Like, yeah. She, yeah, it's unbelievable to watch like what what she's kind of put through by being in that system. It's very depressing, and it's just like uh, watching this woman for an hour try her best to big herself up and stay positive when she's just mm. been let down at every single turn. And now, as of yesterday, we can add another chapter to live being let down. I, I don't want to make. First of all, Brian Robinson. I'd beat Roller's in a real fight. I'm hard as nails, me. I believe you, Brian. Me too. Yeah. Um, I don't want to make it like dark, but it, having watched her documentary, it seems like a really psychologically draining thing. Like, yeah, she, no, she, never, she, she never really knows what's going on. Like, that must be so yeah. difficult to just travel all the time. You're giving your life to it. Um, I, I think, and I've always thought this since I listened to. John Moxley, when he left WWE, he did the podcast with Wade Keller. I think if you've never listened to it, if you've never listened to a podcast or whatever, if there's one podcast I put, it is that. Because yeah. my, my eyes were so opened listening to John Moxley talk. And I know that people will say, you know, maybe there's some bitterness there or whatever. And, and I honestly believe I've spoken to John Moxley several times since he left WWE. And I spoke to him when he was in WWE. I feel like he's a different mm-hmm. bloke. Um, but the, what he said in that podcast was that like the infrastructure in WWE is broken. It's like the way yeah. the way it works there doesn't work. How Vince has all these different like systems just to get to Vince. There's like, you know, there's these top tier of Bruce Pritchard and whoever else. And then you go down to yeah. senior writers and then there's writers and, you know, I don't know, producers. And it's like to do anything, there's like a million people in the way. And there's only one guy who actually decides, right? So like, mm-hmm. I, I remember him talking about that. And just thinking, like, I'd never really thought about it that way. How frustrating it must mm-hmm. be to try and go about your business in there. And when you watch that Liv Morgan documentary, it's it, it's really hard not to like sympathise with her because she's yeah. constantly, constantly trying to be her best, be you know, be as good as she can be. But like, she's literally given like sparing opportunities, be anything. Mm-hmm. So, you know, th- th- there's always that. Oh, it's on the talent, right? You know, it's on them. Sometimes, yeah. sometimes, like a Drew McIntyre will be when he left. You know, we've all heard the story, right? Oh, it was on me. I should have done more. And then he did do more. And he came back. What a success story, right? I don't think that's always the case. Sometimes no, they have stuff on you, and sometimes they don't. And they don't plan things properly. If you look at the Liv Morgan thing, she's in the Riot Squad. They break up the Riot Squad. Then we get like you know vignettes of her maybe like doing another character that doesn't really work out we have the her and the lana thing then of course the riot squad are get back together mm. the riot squad come back together then they beat the iconics in a tag team which causes the iconics to split up because of you know apparently they're so high on peyton royce reasons and now we're in june both iconics released and ruby riot and you're like the planning is not there. Things are more done on a whim and then either mistakes get corrected or they just forget about things and move on and let people go. 
I want to address this from a shot quick where he says Moxley at least put blame where it was supposed to be at Vince. The buck stops with Vince. Even Triple H says so. Absolutely. The buck stops with Vince. Um, CM Punk said it quite perfectly on Twitter yesterday. Everything is for the audience of one. Whatever Vince thinks is good is what's going to be on TV. And we've seen down the years, there's pros and cons to that because WCW was, you know, it had many voices and we all saw how that went. Right. Um, But the problem is Vince is, 75 or whatever he is now. And um, he's not just in the Attitude Era. Vince was, you know, WWE wasn't a publicly traded company. And, you know, there was just him and three others writing roars. And he was dedicating time in the week to that. He's got to do so much more now that I'm convinced he doesn't even think about the show till the day of it. Right. That, oh, no. what, what we got going on? That's pretty much it. The reason it I wanted to. start with Vince. Sorry, carry on. I said the reason I wanted to address this is because and I know. Um, I'm going to get castrated for being big, big time McCarthy again here, uh, as uh, as um, they like to say in the chat. But I must say that um, when I spoke to Kenny Omega and I asked him about the chats with Triple H and I've said to the Bucks before, they all like Triple H, right? They all have good things to say about what Triple H said to them. Triple H, I mean, for anyone who doesn't really know, and we obviously haven't got the particulars, if you listen to the elite, Triple H went re- like really far to try and please them, to make them join. Yeah. He 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 like gave them everything he could possibly give them to make them happy enough to join WWE. And obviously, if AEW wasn't formed, I think all of them have said they probably would have done it. You know, mm-hmm. who, who knows? But they probably would have. Um, so it shows you that Triple H, and I think this goes to how successful NXT has been at its peak. Not necessarily mm-hmm. like today, but at its peak. Him and Vince are very, very different, I think, in the way that they approach things. And I think if if Triple H was in Vince's seat, it would be different. I'm not saying it would be great or it would be really successful. It's impossible yeah. to know. But I do think you have to take into account all of the decisions, all of them, even Nick Khan firing people. The buck mm-hmm. stops with Vince McMahon. Um, yeah. And I always found it very interesting that even Kenny and the Bucks had that praise for Triple H and they thought that he was more on their level. Yeah, well, it doesn't surprise me with Triple H being an ex-wrestler who's a lot younger than Vince, but all these guys, like, that, that they give it the old, like, Vince liked me, but this, like, no, man, if you got fired, like, Vince was not high on you. Vince is making this decision um, completely. I think people might be, are scared, the most scared to talk about Vince because... They may want to get back or like stay in those good books, but really, like this is the guy in charge, and this is the guy who the problem is with. Everyone else is just doing his bidding. And that kind of brings us to the point you mentioned earlier, Steph. Right? Um, WWE selling. Um, I I always thought no way during Vince's lifetime. (laughs) What else is Vince going to do? Right? I I could not see that. But the way all the moves are shaping up now, and you know they're doing all the things a big company yeah. would do before you try and sell. You know, you strip away as many assets as possible to make it, you know, as as much of a profitable business as humanly possible. Um, mm-hmm. And we've heard it all before. You know, obviously they've been selling the network off to various Peacock in the United States, but they've been open about wanting to do that globally. At what point do like Disney, Amazon? I don't know. Do, do they just go full board and sell? I just yeah. can't 
it's very hard to imagine the WWE out of, you know, at, at the very least, a McMahon control. It's very strange. It's going to be a weird day when it happens, but I really thought that they were selling from the moment Nick Khan got hired. I think that's his real purpose. And it looks like with a lot of the moves they're making, yeah, it's very intriguing. I mean, they could sell it and Vince could retain a position in it, but I think he wants to cash out. And you know what? Now now might be the time to cash out because the product is not in the best place. Mm. I just, I just think the infrastructure, as as I've said, in terms of writing TV, it, week to week, Raw is a objectively a bad show. I think it's abysmal. It's, yeah, it's terrible. It's not exciting to watch at all, which really makes me sad because that's kind of like where I fell in love with wrestling was Monday Night Raw. So mm-hmm. I, I look at I look at where it is now. Like back in the day, again, it sucks to start any sentence with that, but. <laughs> It was an exciting product at the turn of the millennium. It really it was. was. Week to yeah. week, any, anything could happen. Great stars. And these days, you can just tell on the day, they're like, oh, you know, who's feuding with each other? Yeah, all right, we'll have them have a match. You know, and it's like they just do rematch after rematch. There's no, like how many, I nearly swore, how many distraction finishes are you going to get? It's so lazy every week. They're like, okay, well, how, how are we going to continue this feud? Oh, well. They're going to distract, um, like it was Seamus who got it this week, the distraction yeah. treatment. And you're just like, man, like come up with something else, please. You know, I, I, it's just, and I, I know pandemic times makes things harder, but, but you know, this it's has been trending this so way long. for a while. Yes, exactly. Yeah, it's sucked for a long time. Don't start me off on what they did to Shanna. <laughs> uh, hang on a minute. Majestic Alec what YouTube says Raw is better than SmackDown. I mean, everyone's welcome to their opinion, but my lord, that makes me think yeah. about your taste, brother. Uh, I, I, I <laughs> just a hot take. Yeah, that is a hot take. Uh, I'd lo- I would, in actual fact, I would love you to please present your case. Please, I would love that. Let me know why. <laughs> um, ah, there you go. <laughs> he was uh, you got a bite out of me. Um, I, I've got to say that, I, yeah, I just think like it needs a, f- a fresh approach. You know, you need mm-hmm. someone who is going to be able to concentrate on Raw on a week to week basis, map out things in advance. I know that Raw Raw's numbers didn't like skyrocket under Paul Heyman, but let's let's not forget a large part of his reign on Raw was in the Performance Center, and that's I don't I don't know who could have made good shows there, right? That was mm-hmm. that was a very difficult setting, um, but. At the same time, he did at least have continuing stories that developed and things happened. Like that was far yeah. more watchable than what's going on right now. Um, it's just, yeah. I know we've just spent today riffing about how shit things are, but um, it, it, I mean, I don't like to be that way, but I, I think anyway, it'd be really hard pressed for anyone to make a good case, even from WWE. I'd love to hear it of why Raw is good. Um, SmackDown. SmackDown's good. Dynamite's good. Yeah. And I enjoy NXT most weeks. Raw, I can't remember the last time I, uh, I came away from a show and I was like, that was, that was great.
been a while, a few years, perhaps. Nah, uh, man. I've got to say as well, we didn't mention on the Brock Lesnar news earlier, Steph, that he lives in Canada. And I yes. believe that the travel restrictions are still as such where you cannot get into the country without quarantining. I know Trish Stratus cancelled uh, an appearance today because of that from Canada mm-hmm. into America. So I don't anticipate he will be turning up soon. Mm-hmm. But obviously, if things change in the lead up to uh, SummerSlam, then, of course, I, I, I do think as soon as all that quarantine and stuff is done, I've always thought they were going to agree a deal as soon as things opened up again and there were crowds for Brock Lesnar to be in front of. doesn't make sense to be paying Brock Lesnar on a monumental guarantee, which WWE do, to sit at home in in a pandemic. And when you do use him, for what? Um, So I see SummerSlams probably being the perfect place to bring him back. I'm sure Brock's used to a quarantine anyway. He'd do a quarantine if he had to. I'm sure. Or a big paycheck. (laughs) He's he's used to to being on his own. Be fine. Yeah, he'd love it. In fact, it, it, yeah, he would welcome it. Um, yeah. All right, as we enter the last 15 minutes here, Steph and I are going to go through some ultra chats that we've got in the chamber. And once we've done that, we're going to head to the live chat. And you guys can ask yeah. either, of us, either of us anything. So please do ask away. Uh, I, will, I will keep a, a look on where we are right now. I've just done it. And once we get through these three ultra chats, we will get back to your questions. So start filling in, guys. Uh, the first ultra chat is an AEW one, Steph. Uh, nice. Bohill says, I heard All Out Casino Battle Royale is going to be for women. Possibly Heidi Lovelace debut as the Joker. Uh, let me just say this. Heidi Lovelace is, of course, Ruby Riot. <laughs> for those for those unaware, what do you think of that? I think that would be really cool. Um, if I think that of all the people that were let go, she, she's someone that um, will land in AEW, I think. Uh, that would be awesome. I think the idea of having the women's casino battle royal is very, very good. Uh, I think we've had enough time now to build up a good women's roster when you include talent that's used on dark and elevation. And there may be some room for like more surprise entrance and stuff like that um in uh, with a women's one so i think that's really cool and i'd be excited to see that and i hope that heidi gets a good place uh Ash- ashish says brock is currently chilling in his farm with his balls and goats he really is he, he loves he it is. he loves it on his he farm Farmer uh, brock yeah he really is which i love you know corn in his mouth yeah, straw, straw hat um yeah i have to say that I, 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 Ruby Riot strikes me as someone who would be a great fit for any roster, mm-hmm. but AEW in particular, because how many rosters are going to have someone like Ruby Riot? I mean, that aesthetically, yeah. the, the, she's a great worker. Uh, I would love to see that, you know, her and Chris Statlander mm-hmm. working together. Wow, yeah. you know, give me that. I would, I would love to see that. Um, I don't mm-hmm. know if her non compete would be up by all I think that. it is. I think I felt like yesterday everyone was counting the days and they would be up. It's, it's like just up, is it? I'm not yeah. sure. I, I think I read yeah. something like four days. I don't know. 
Um, Tell them to just break it anyway. There's really nothing they can do, but anyway. And, yeah. As uh, Tono says here, AEW could use Hardy Lovelace, Mickey James, Chelsea Green, the Casino Battle Royale, even Cassie Lee and Jessica M.K. M.K., of course. That's the Iconics. Uh, as one-time appearances for all that would be good. Yeah, for sure. But you don't. I guess you don't want to overload. Um, Mickey James would be an amazing joker. I think she'd I, get the best reception. Almost certain she's going to NWA, and I know that's obvious because yeah. of because of um, Nick Aldis. But, but relationship, I, yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right. Yeah. It could it could happen. Um, yeah, for like a one off for sure. Yeah, I, um, I, I I had Nick Nick Aldis on my radio show last week. No, this week, this week, and that's the last thing I asked him was like, "Are you going to get Nicky?" And he was saying about Mickey, sorry, and he was saying about how excited that they are. They've been going, you know, it's basically happening from what I could tell, although yeah. he didn't say it. So I would expect Mickey in NWA, and I fully expect Chelsea Green to go to Impact, if I'm if I'm honest. I think she'll go there. Deanna Prozo's her best friend. She's got previous there. She knows people. Um, again, would be she'd be another great one for AEW because she's got so many character ideas. You could do so much with her. But um, yeah. I would expect Impact. But once again, with those relationships... Who knows? Who knows? Anyway, gone off on a tangent there. Um, what else have we got on the Ultra Chat Chamber? Prediction 2K says the promos between Roman versus Brock would be insane. That's WrestleMania 38 would be great for that feud. Or if Lesnar is coming back for SummerSlam, he has to win the title, right? So we may be getting Roman Brock at Survivor Series. Can't wait. Oh, so yeah. Wow. That's something to think about, Steph, right? Hadn't thought about that. If Brock Lesnar comes back and he does face Lashley and beats Lashley, then we've got the two champions of Roman and Brock Survivor Series. I think that this could go either. I mean, do they have to do champion versus champion at Survivor Series? No. I mean, <laughs> That'd be a waste. <laughs> in fairness, I think like when Brock was, I don't know if we was there two champions? I think there was. Brock sometimes faced the other champion, sometimes doesn't. Yeah. Like when he faced yeah. when he faced Ray, he just mm -hmm. did it. He just wanted to face Ray Mysterio, right? So um it depends. But I think that when it comes to uh, Brock and Lashley, either Brock wins and becomes champion, and then that can further the Brock Roman story with Heyman, because Heyman's now got two champions. But what would be better is Brock losing to Lashley. So Heyman can be like, oh, your other boy sucks. You know, <laughs> kick, like what a him. what a waste of time kick until him. Brock confronts him. Yeah. Kick it, kick him to the curb. Yeah, I like it. Um <laughs> kick him to the curb. Uh I yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, I think Lashley um <sighs> Lesnar has put like so many people over in recent years, like Drew, Roman and Seth. I don't know if like his big comeback they'd have him lose. You know? I just feel like they'd have yeah. him win. And then, you know, somebody beat on the other side of that. But, you know, he's still, he still got unfinished business with Drew as well. So I could very mm -hmm. easily see it being he beats Lashley, then he's got to face Drew, then you get to Roman maybe. Ah, I don't know. Because you got yeah. to remember, in the build-up to Survivor Series, it'd be perfect. Heyman on both shows, he's hyping up both guys, there's paranoia. It would be good. Yeah, it would be good. It would be good. Uh, let's move down to Matty, who says, Hey, Alex and Steph. Glad you're both well. I've had both my Oxford AZ, he says Jags, but I'm going to assume Jabs. After the first, I was quite shivery, but after the second, I was fine. 
makes me happy, Matty. Uh, if there was a Wrestling Daily presence in Chicago, a Wrestling Daily Live, I've been to Denver once and was outside the Pepsi Center. That's an interesting stat. Um, I have to say... That's a very funny way to end an ultra chat. Um, <laughs> so are we gonna start are we gonna start taking photos outside of arenas and be like I think we would, Steph, if we were in the same place like abroad, we'd do a live show, right? I think if me and you are at the same show, we should we definitely do something. We should would definitely we, do something. Would we be drunk though? That's the question. Like I'd like us to do um a, like a daytime thing where we can have a drink and maybe like not the day of all out like the day before the day after something like what John and Wade did post where they like yeah a hire like a little a bar and do a little live show I think yeah. me and you'd be great at that yeah um, we get get people involved really good I, yeah. I've I've said for a long time when I can travel again um talk wrestling my radio show with talk sport mm -hmm. we will do those live somewhere so yeah um, that is the plan and obviously to do wrestling daily as well would be great i mean i was so jealous of sean ross Sapp and denise at um yeah, Double or nothing and they were able to see people and take photo i would love to like yeah. see people i want to do that i want to get booked for starcast oh yeah that's a, that's a and i also i also think i should be booked for the aw fan fest rather than an attendee i think exactly. i should be booked for that yeah <laughs> i, I want to both i want to both I, I want to say to conrad i've got a radio show man get me on there get me on there yeah yeah um, let's petition starcast me and you <laughs> um yeah i man I, I was so jealous i would love i can't wait for like the o2 where we can beat you know especially that because it's home territory yeah and we, we can see everybody and like you know that'd be so cool to have a drink with everyone and laugh and uh the same abroad like i, I can't wait i was so jealous seeing that double or nothing so mm -hmm. yeah good question mm -hmm. matty um the zornis there you go steph your artiste uh i just want to yes. ask i just want to ask if steph could please fan a bit it's way too hot here in Germany. Wow, I will try. <laughs> I will be bringing the fan to any live appearances. And if I charge you money for a photo, I will hold the fan in it so you get your money's worth. <laughs> good gimmick. Very good. I am. Um... <laughs> I am literally imagining the queue for Steph Chase now. I am. Do you think I? Did you think I would not be charging for photos? I know. I'm not I've doing got... a free. I'm not doing a free meet and greet. I've got. <laughs> I'll be in got... a little plastic box like Barbie. I've got you all wrong. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Zornis, by the way, tremendous drawings of all the gang here. Yes. Daily. Yours yeah, is really I good. Loved one of mine. Oh, I loved it so much. It was like uh, the Rio Duran cover. It was wonderful. I loved it. She captured everything I like. Amazing. Let's get into the live chat. Gay Crasher Forever says, Alex, serious questions. How are your eyes so blue? Have you got contacts? Wow. You could swim in them like they are, the, like the ocean. Wow. I don't think I've ever had That's your number one fan. I don't, I don't think I've ever had such a compliment. Look at those. <laughs> um, I was born this way. <laughs> I don't know. Born like that, come on. Uh, <laughs> yes. uh, For a monetary free, you can see those eyes in person during <laughs> the Alex and Steph meet and greet. Yes, exactly. I am the sideshow to Steph Chase. Um, 
Thank you. I'm going to take that as a compliment. I appreciate it. Um, what else have we got going on here? Steph Chase. Uh, who, Abnav says, who, who would you have Jay White feud with in AEW? Other than Kenny Omega, because he'll be spread a bit thin. Also, Alex Lakers in seven. Hopefully 2018, LeBron comes back. Abnav, I'm not getting my hopes up, brother. I hope so. But without AD, oh, I feel like the Suns are going to do us. Anyway, Steph, Jay White. Okay, well, firstly, dream match, Jay White versus Chris Jericho. That's my dream match. However, uh, say that that can't happen for some reason and I have to pick someone else. I think Jay and Hangman Page would have the best feud. Hangman Page is a great baby face. Jay is a great heel. Uh, similar kind of ages. I think they'd work tremendously well in a match together. Both very good at counters. I'd mm. be interested in the ring. And yeah, I think they would have a great view. So Hangman Page. By the way, congratulations to Hangman. Anyone see that on Instagram today? Him and his, his partner are expecting. So there you go. Oh, congratulations, Hangman. Lovely news for Hangman. I'm sure he watches. Dion Chua, Brock has a farm. He does. Where have um, you been? Yeah, <laughs> he, he grew up on a farm. You should watch the... Um, there's a little documentary. It's from years ago now. But the Brock Lesnar <laughs> documentary... It- <laughs> Is it the one where a guy follows him with a mop? Yes, it is. Yes. Um, So he grew up on a farm in North or South Dakota. I hope I've got that right. Um, Somewhere like Mm -hmm. that. And, you know, or maybe it's Minnesota. Maybe that's where he went to college. I'm getting confused. Anyway, uh, he now lives in Canada and he has a farm. That's all you need to know. Um, What else have we got here? Um... Chukabo Sage says, where would you like to see Ruby Heidi go? Personally, think her versus Brit or against Diona Perazzo will make people take notice. Both are very compelling cases there, Steph. Yeah, mostly AEW. I'd like to see her end up in AEW for sure. I think so. That like, I just feel like there's no one like her there and she could really shine. Mm-hmm. Um, be, like being allowed to wrestle, which you can do in AEW. I just, I just think she, she will get so she'll get popular. Uh, keep Jay White away from AEW. He doesn't need that stink on him. Daniel Price. Wow. Um, which NXT wrestler is soon to be called up for the main roster? Says Ace Shock. Interestingly, Sean Ross Sapp said that um, they have been some senior officials at the Performance Center looking at people over who they might bring up. Uh, EO. Strikes me as really yeah. obvious. Like, Raw needs the injection of EO in the worst way. It might not be good for her, but... No, it won't be. Yeah, but they need it. Um, yeah. she, she would be great uh, on you know on the main roster. If you miss with EO Shirai, then Jesus Christ. Um, who else? I, re- I really don't think Karrion Cross is long for NXT. I, I no, still I think, think so. that. I still think by the end of the year he'll be up. Yeah, I think the number one is EO. And then I think that it's a, a total randomizer anyway, because the fact that they're sending these people down shows that they don't have, you know, a, a, a path plan anyway. So mm. you might get an obvious, like an EO. And then I bet you you'll get someone where it's just completely random and they've barely had any, um, you know, uh, matches. Yeah. <laughs> Something Kaden, like that. Caden Carter, up she goes. You're yeah. Like, All right. Yeah. yeah. WWE love doing that. Um, Majestic says, I'm going to subscribe to you guys because I feel bad for saying Raw <laughs> is better. Let me tell you something, Majestic. I will take your pity subscription. 
I will take it. We're on the road to 15k for war games, and we will take every subscription we can get. Chocobo says, Iconics to impact for the tag titles. That makes the world of sense to me. They need tag teams, yeah. Yeah. I think that I don't mean it as as some shade, but they're very impact. (gasps) Alex is gone. Oh my gosh. Wow. It's now Steph Chase's wrestling daily. Alex has left the building. No. Oh wow, Alex. That was, that was scary. What <laughs> happened? Were you abducted? No. <laughs> yes, that's exactly what it was. Um, no, I, I was scrolling Dexter through the Lewis? I, I, I was um scrolling through the comments and I think my, I accidentally dragged my mouse the wrong way. And just... <laughs> I'm not happy about this. I've, I come back to being told I look like Tommy Robinson. I'm furious at that. <laughs> I'm a much more humane human being than tommy bloody robinson but steph chase in a bottle <laughs> yeah but what how about that for two comparisons christ that's I mean, I love I'm, it. I'm furious of that brian um brock was born in south dakota went to college in minnesota i knew it i knew it um bearded brock or shaven bro i like bearded brock bearded brock 100%. bearded bearded brock is the guy um, I saw, yes, there we go. Sorry, I was scrolling furiously for this, and this is where it went wrong. Uh, question for Stephanie Is there an opportunity for WWE to freshen up their women's roster, which is hugely in need of a refresh? It's so hard to know what you could do with the women's roster because they've got the people they really like, uh, Sasha, Charlotte, got Rhea just up, but then you see like what they do with Shayna, it's so terrible. Um, and then like I know she's gone now, but you have the you had the Lana and like Mandy Rose, Dana Brooke end of it, and it's just all very muddled and bad. I don't know what you could do to freshen up the roster. It definitely needs a bit of a, a reshuffle, though, especially where the programs surrounding Charlotte are concerned as well. I think I think that I really like Charlotte, but I feel like her coming back, injecting herself into the Rhea thing, it's really made Rhea lose a lot of steam. I should have waited for SummerSlam all day. Yeah. Should have had Charlotte off doing something with someone else. Yeah. Let, let Rhea let Rhea build. Uh, um question. After all these releases, do you still want to go to SummerSlam live? Um yes, very much so. Um you know I, mean, I wasn't going for Braun, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean it, like it sucks. Of course it sucks. You know, it does. Um, and I hate, you know, I, I interviewed, I think, four of, of the six. And I, I liked all of them. They're all very nice to me. Um, yeah. And I, and I hate the whole, you know, on the day you'll be like, oh, you know, it sucks. And then you just get loads of tweets going, it's a business. We're not done. We know it's a business, but it's just still sad. Um, yeah. So, it yeah. Sucks, but if you are not going to go to WWE events and not watch WWE because they've done something bad, you would have given up many, many years ago. So probably, probably it's right, just WWE. Right. Yeah, Owen's. I, I Owen, think you would have given Hart's up death. in the late eighties. Yeah, Owen Hart's death would have been a good prompt if you if that was where you're gonna, yeah, you know. I but know. Um, I don't know. Um, what else have we got going on here? See, because now I've come out, I'm a bit like, oh god. Um, although they did ask me the same question um, as you got earlier, and I mean, yeah, it is. Mm, it's just 
I mean, I wouldn't have got rid of half, half of the women they got rid of, right? And it's not necessarily that they had to cut out the dead wood to bring in new talent. That's not it at all. They had the talent. It's just how you utilise them and how you present them. Yeah. Um, and I, I'll make this point again for the, like, unteamed time. Bailey didn't have a fucking story going into WrestleMania, right? Which is obscene. Yeah. They couldn't yeah. find one story for Bailey over two nights. I don't care what Most you say. It's ridiculous. Talented woman that they have. They I sent her out there with Hulk Hogan in a segment to then get beat by the Bella Twins, which WWE think the fans are going to cheer that. Are you kidding me? They only <laughs> it's awful. They, they only had um, the title matches and obviously the tag to get to the title matches at WrestleMania. That was it. There were no stories outside of the women's title, whereas we had yeah. obviously Owens and Zayn or Rollins and yeah. Cesaro. Like the men had them. There's no, they had Bailey, they had Mickey James sitting there. You know, you could have done a Legends yeah. thing with someone like they could have done it. Like you can't tell me they couldn't have done it. Mm -hmm. So that's where I get, as you can tell, frustrated because that, that they have the talent they just didn't want to invest the time or the creativity into a story no. start with that before you release talent and go oh you know well let's refresh things that's not about that yeah but there you go sorry for the rant um i'm back up to where the questions were now i'm back steph oh sorry i won't keep you much longer because i know we have gone over um <laughs> interesting one alex how did you get the wrestling daily side by <laughs> It's projected. No, it's not. Um, Wrestle Talk sent me a thing, right? I don't know how to describe. <laughs> I don't know how to describe this thing, but you pull it up, put the poles in the back, stays up like a banner. Yeah, it's very good. I, I have to set it up every day for this show, which is annoying. Um, but if I just kept it up, my kids would inevitably break it. So that would be it. Um, Bubba says Irish people tend to have very blue eyes. In fairness. So is half Irish self coming through? Steph, you haven't got blue eyes, have you? No, I have green. Green. Green's good, though. Yeah. Mm -hmm. well, is, is, that, is that like a thing in your family or? Um, Kind of, yeah. My aunt is like, very, like really green eyes, like way greener than mine. But yeah. I do have the hallmarks of an Irishman. I know um, Vince McMahon would have you believe it's Seamus. <laughs> it's not Seamus. Ah. Uh, no, it's, 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 it's typically dark, yes dark hair blue eyes typically speaking yeah, yeah. um so there you have it um stephanie what's your favorite natty match says kitchen um against charlotte the nxt heart and rick flair in the corners match that might be uh, my favorite women's match of all time wow really i mean i don't say yeah. that surprised because it's very very good um yeah. but wow yeah that was great right um yeah. Just got back to Alex. Looks like Tommy Robinson. Let's scroll past that. Um, okay, last. We'll say this is last three we're going to do now. Um, yeah, which is now I'm scrolling. I'm thinking, oh, the pressure's on. Uh, Matt, he wants me to do a Q and A on Instagram. Eh, maybe tomorrow. Oh, God, there's so many that I don't know what to do. I put myself in timeout. So uh, this is about where I got cut off then. This is what I wanted. Question for Steph. Right. When Wrestling Daily hits 100K and Alex and Louis have a fight, don't call it a fight. It's a, it's a beating. Not a fight, is it? What's Louis Dangor going to do to me? Um, as mentioned on Twitter, 
Whose corner will you choose, Steph? Oh, my word. If you even have to think about this. <laughs> oh, it's 100% Alex's corner. Yeah! Yeah! Not yeah! Alex the longest. He, he's a he's a the daddy of wrestling daily. I don't know why Louis would want to fight him, but I'll be there for Alex with my fan. He doesn't yeah. want smoke. He doesn't. He, he doesn't. Does he's giving it all the big one on Twitter. You wait. You wait. You wait. He thinks I'll forget. If we ever make that milestone, I will not forget. And let me tell you <laughs> that. I will not. I will take the opportunity. He asked for it. Um, what else? We've got two more coming on here, particularly for Steph I'm looking for. Um, there's a few moaning about the tag division. That's fine. Yeah. Uh, wouldn't be surprised if Dexter Loomis was one compliment analysis blue eyes. <laughs> That's a good comment. Um, the Swange says, with all the female WWE releases, could we see AEW Impact, NWA, and others combined to create a, an all women's evolution two pay per view show that WWE, uh, that women's wrestling can be a draw? Mm. I mean, the great thing about wherever these women go whether it's aw impact or nwa right now you do get the possibility of crossover so that's really really good as far as like that specific idea it might be like too hard to cross promote to do an actual pay-per-view using women from all all three uh companies but i think that yeah they all are able to to kind of be on all three shows really at the minute, it's a good time for a woman to be released, really. It really is. More options really than ever. Uh, yeah. I've, got a, I've got a great last one for you, Steph. Got a great one. Yeah. All right. Um, oh, God, this chat keeps skipping. Go back. Um, it was Stephanie. Oh, hang on. What is this one? The Veggie Bee. Stephanie, why aren't you declared as the cutest woman in all of sports infotainment? Oh, you can declare me that. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, it's been declared now. You did it. It is. Here it is. Matthew Ledesma. Steph, how does it feel being the only person right about Inner Circle winning? Queen! <laughs> it feels so good. And it feels right itself. I had no idea what show you were watching, Alex, uh, when you predicted the Inner Circle were losing. I knew I was right. Don't, don't do I, it like that. <laughs> I knew that I could not buy a t-shirt and it suddenly become irrelevant so yeah i knew i was right and i'm very happy very good stuff guys I could, these are great questions i could do this all night with you guys but alas we've already run 10 minutes over so please allow us to fray into the night and we will see you next thursday steph what have you got going on your youtube youtube channel this week everybody please go and watch my interview with adam pierce who is my favorite person in WWE. And uh, I know some of the people that watch my live stuff know that I teased a huge interview coming to my channel. And I said it was someone that was huge for me. And he was my number one requested person in all of WWE over Roman, Seth, whoever you want to name, Adam Pierce was top of my list. And it happened, it's on my channel now. Please go watch it. He's amazing. He talks about so much fun stuff, even how he trained Bad Bunny. And he's great. And absolutely check that out. If you only watch one thing this weekend, watch me and Adam Pierce, please. Fantastic. I will be watching that. I love Adam and I love Steph, so why wouldn't I? Um, We're a that... great team, me and Adam Pierce. Yeah. We're a great team. <laughs> it is up right us. now. Almost. <laughs> Almost. Um, yeah, it's, it's up there right now. It's up now. Awesome. I will check that out. Yeah. Um, I have an interview myself coming tomorrow with another Irishman. 
That's all I can say, but that narrows it down tremendously. And um, that, that's what I'm looking forward to. And I've got one next month, ooh, it's next week. And let me just say, it's an interview that's going to go to the moon. And that's all I can oh, say gosh. about that. Um, Rather um, you than me, mate. <laughs> hey, I love that man. Um, but anyway, thank you so much for tuning in, guys. I'll be back tomorrow with the special co-host, which I believe is Andy Shepard, but I should probably text him and remind him. And until then... <laughs> <laughs> Steph, I will see you next week. Guys, I will see you tomorrow. Thanks for joining us. Take care. Bye-bye. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.